what is good creatives and welcome to another episode of the revolution roundtable podcast i'm your host joshua and before i begin please rate the podcast whatever platform you're listening on and share it with a friend that greatly helps the podcast grow and in today's episode i have a special guest jb peace stay tuned right after this we'll be right back after this what is up creatives if you haven't heard about anchor is the easiest and cheapest way to make your podcast. Some of the features are that it has creation tools to record and edit your podcast right in the app or online. It can distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other platforms. And most importantly, it is free. Plus, you can make money on your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go and download the free Anchor app or go online to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, we are back with the last episode of the interview with JB Peace in the building. Hey, what's up? Yes, sir. So today, last topic for today, kind of a tough topic. Uh, but uh, we ready for the tough topic? It needs to be, yeah, it needs to be uh, addressed. So social justice is a big issue in today's society. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of people are wondering whether to fight for justice or to just preach the gospel. A lot of preachers just say preach the gospel. We don't we don't need to fight for uh, civil rights. And I just want your thoughts on why should social justice be important to Christians? Sure. Yeah, this is a this can be a difficult question. Um but it's like you mentioned an important and necessary question you've talked about social justice on this podcast before and uh i know you Mm -hmm. you shared your thoughts and i'm encouraged by that so if you haven't checked out some of those other episodes check them out um but i think social justice has to be important to christians and we find examples of that all over the bible we see examples of jesus going to the places where it's socially unacceptable and doing things that go against the social norm in all in the name of his love for all people. I think that example could not be more clear. As a Christian, we are taught by Jesus to love. And I don't think any Christian would disagree that love is a central theme of the Bible, of Jesus's ministry, and it's a central part of how we're supposed to live our lives. That love sometimes is not extended to all aspects of humanity or to even all people. And I don't believe that that is the limit of what God has called us to, just loving other Christians or loving people that fit in with our church norms or loving people who even look like us or loving people in our local or geographical area. The love that Jesus showed, even by just dying on the cross, transcends all boundaries that human beings have constructed and applies to everyone. And in the same way, we are called to love and fight for the justice that all people are deserving. We see Jesus fighting against injustice even even in the Bible. And, you know, an example that I think is often pointed to and that I like to think about when Jesus went into the temple and started flipping tables and whatnot, 
that was in response to what he saw was something that was disrespectful to God and not right. We see Jesus not standing by when things are not right, even in a religious environment. Um, we see Jesus taking action. We see Jesus standing up and not being worried about making a scene. Now, this is not me saying the only way to fight for justice is to flip tables. Um, but we have to understand that Jesus's ministry was not limited to raising the sick or healing the sick and raising the dead, making food for people and dying on the cross and forgiving our sins. Jesus taught a message of love and was a proponent of justice. We even see Jesus talking about in the loving your neighbor um, parable of the Samaritan, the good Samaritan, right? Where the, the person gets robbed and left for dead and the, the priest walks by and doesn't help him. And the Samaritan does. We see there that love, once again, transcending racial and ethnic differences to help someone receive the help that they need and to experience justice after they had experienced injustice. This is a prime example of how Jesus wants us to love and how to live by extension. We're called to fight for justice to those who have been neglected by other people, sometimes even people in faith spaces. Not everyone who's a Christian is always confidently advocating for the needs of people who are marginalized and treated unfairly. And as a side note, I've been talking about people as just people who are mistreated. I'm a black person and I've, I'm one of the people who, as black people in this country, we've experienced discrimination, we've experienced injustice, we've experienced violence and violence that is discriminatory, discriminatory based on racial and ethnic lines. And that's not okay. We see in this country pervading issues even in the healthcare field, as far as black people being diagnosed with diseases later and not receiving the treatment that they need on time, resulting in higher instances of death disproportionately in black populations. And that goes for diseases across the board, diabetes, cancer, heart disease. Black people should not be dying from these diseases disproportionately in a country with this level of medical ability. And that's a problem. As someone in the healthcare field, I, and as someone who's a Christian, and as someone who's a black person who lives in the demographic that's affected by this, I am called to fight against this injustice in the ways that I can. Bishop, a black man with a medical degree, understands this. Bishop, Bishop Horace Earl Smith of Apostolic Faith yeah, Church. Bishop, our pastor. Bishop, our pastor, he gets it. And he is not one to shy away from social injustice issues and to talk about Absolutely. how we need to fight we need to mobilize we need to make noise and march and protest and call out injustice and work to innovate solutions so people aren't suffering long term and that's an issue that should be important to us as christians and it should be important to us as human beings if people who aren't christian are able to open their eyes and recognize this is wrong this is unjust without even the without even the Bible as a reference for right and wrong, we as God's people who understand God's heart for the people who are mistreated and the people who are even enslaved, God's people, the Israelites enslaved in Bible times, we see God's love for them. And we should translate that love into our lives. We should take that and use it to fight injustice and to do good 
as Christians, as human beings, as people made in God's image, and we should be able to see that image of God in others and fight for them. Yeah, and, and social justice is not just uh, a leftist agenda, uh, some people may say. Some people think, oh, you're just you're just complaining, pull up from your bootstraps. Hmm. You know, in one of my previous episodes, I talked about Tulsa and how, you know, white mobs tore down one of the wealthiest black communities in the mm -hmm. country. And that history has been hidden. And that is that action of them burning down that community and them hiding that from history books is an injustice and, and it needs to be called out. And one question I had a conversation with uh, a young person. Uh, well, I am a young person, but a person, a person younger than me. Um, and he asked me if there is a just God, why does a unjust world exist? And, you know, I, I kind of paused because, you know, that's a hard question to answer to to a, a, a black young person. So you, you don't have to answer to the best of your ability because that, that's a hard question. But what would you say to that young person who says if there's a just God, why? does an unjust world exist? Sure. I will answer to the best of my ability. It may not be a perfect answer, but I'll give you the best that I got. My roommate asked me a similar question, freshman year of college, and he was not a Christian. And he, I think we had recently heard about some tsunami killing lots of people um, somewhere in a country, I believe it was an Asian country, but I don't remember the country. And he was looking at this and asking me, why does, if there's a God who is just and loving, why does this happen? Why are good people, why are bad things happening to good people? And by extension, if God is loving, why do bad things happen to good people? If God is good, why do bad things happen to good people? If God is just, why does injustice exist? And why is it on such rampant display in this world, right? It's a question that should give all of us pause. If anyone immediately knows the answer, they should write a book and sell it and teach and, <laughs> you know, be set. Because this is a hard question. This is a hard question. Yeah. And understanding the complexities of God is something that I will not act like I do. I don't, I don't understand all of God and I don't understand the decisions that God makes. But the, we do find <clears throat> some level of context in the Bible that helps us understand the injustice in our world and when i whenever i talk about this and whenever i try to explain this answer it always in my mind ties back to sin um back in the garden of eden when we had adam and eve introduce sin into the lives of human beings um, after being tempted the earth and human beings were never the same we see that human beings have been capable of injustice long before our time we even see in the days of Noah, humankind was so messed up that God was like, nah, we're not doing this anymore. We're, I'm wiping this out to a level of even regret by God. Not saying that God made a mistake, but God's heart being heavy with the reality of 
the evil of human beings, the evil that we're capable of. And we can see even in that, God is not pleased with the injustice in our world. God is not happy when he looks at the world and sees evil being so normal and death being so widespread. These are not the things that please God or the things that God had intended in creating us. But when we introduce sin, actions that displeased God, that became a part of humankind. And humans became more and more capable of doing things that displeased God, like injustice. We've developed systems and social structures and policies based on injustice and have wrecked the lives of billions of people worldwide through generations. And it hurts the heart of God and it hurts the heart of Christians who are seeking the heart of God. There is no... If someone asks me, why doesn't God just fix it? Why doesn't God just change it? If this hurts God's heart so much and God is all powerful, why doesn't God just step in and do something? Help the people who are hurting. Why do we see such pervasive human suffering? I don't know that. But what I do know is our sin, the consequences of our sin are profound. They've led to humankind experiencing and causing these injustices. And... It hurts our hearts as it should, and it hurts God's heart. But there is hope. There is hope. And leaving people on the God's heart is hurt and our heart is hurt note is, can be kind of depressing, um, which is why I like to introduce yeah. the hope aspect that God is all-powerful. Jesus is coming back. For Christians, the church will be made new in a new world where injustice will not exist. The Bible says there won't be any crying or pain and injustice will not exist in this world. God's will will be done and God's heart will be pleased as we experience the world as God intended it to be. Us experiencing close relationship with him and loving one another without things like injustice, racism, sexism, and all of these things that plague our world today. And so there is hope by committing our lives to Jesus Christ, by getting baptized and choosing to live our lives for him, recognizing Jesus as the savior who is redeeming us and forgiving us of sin. We gain access to this perfect world, not in this life, but our spirits in eternity can better enjoy life as God had intended it. And that is, that's the hope that can keep us going despite the injustice that exists in our world there's hope yeah yeah that's that's good and you mentioned sin um some people call it the human condition um that plagues our world that causes us to look at each other with mm -hmm. hate and the only one who can cure us from from this condition is jesus christ which is our internal hope. And yeah, that 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 was great. Um so last question mm -hmm. before we go. I'm going to start asking this question for all the guests who come. What does it mean to be a revolutionary? To be a revolutionary. Good question. I think to be a revolutionary you have to be able to see 
the change that is either coming. You have to see the change that's coming. And if the change is not coming, you need to see the change that needs to come. Embrace that change and fight for it. And using whatever gifts and talents you have. You have to see the change that needs to come or the change that's coming. You have to embrace that change and fight for it with all you've got. That's a revolutionary. That was great. So thank you, JB, for being a part of this pod podcast. And you have a song coming out yeah. soon. Uh, share some details about that, the title, when it might yeah, come out. Yeah, so I got this song. It's called Freedom. I wrote it. It's sort of a celebration of Juneteenth with it being that season. And um, just celebrating the things that God has done, the freedom that we can experience. It's sort of a fun call and response song. And as I've been getting into doing more performances, the song has just been a hit um, with different audiences. And so check it out on SoundCloud at JB Positive Music. Uh, you can also catch a lot of the songs that I post on Instagram at JB.Peace. And uh, I'm just going to keep doing the positive music as long as God gives me the gift. So thanks. For sure. And thank you for tuning in to another podcast episode of Revolution Roundtable. I am Joshua. This was JB. Grace peace. and peace. Yo, the song you're listening to right now is by Jabari Seiki. A-L is on Spotify, SoundCloud, and a lot of the streaming platforms out right now. This is a great song. This is a great artist. Go stream this on Spotify yeah. now. Uh, Jabari Seiki, Zaki. A-L. To me, she had my city on 10. A dough, I build it with the light brown skin. This was the final part of my interview with JB Peace, Social Justice and a Just God. Hey, go check out his song on SoundCloud at JB Positive Music or just go to the link in the description. Um, it'll be easier that way. Also follow him on social media, um, Instagram, JB.Peace. Great dude. This was a great interview. Good couple episodes. And yeah, I, I enjoyed every part of this interview. This was the Revolution Roundtable podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. Be a revolutionary today. Grace and peace. Next season, we will be talking about what is culture. If you like content like this, follow me on Twitter at Rev Roundtable or go to spiritualrevrecords.com for more. This podcast is powered by the Spiritual Revolution Media and Music Collective.